You've tuned into His Name Ministries Podcast. Hey, thank you so much for being a part of His Name Ministries YouTube. My name is Brandon Brim. Thank you for watching, being a part. Like this video, subscribe. We always have an awesome time talking about the Word of God. We emphasize the Word of God. The Word of God is our foundation. It is our priority. My wife, Destiny and I, we felt in our heart to start having videos more frequently on YouTube. We even paid and have an editor to help edit these because we know the Word of God changes people's lives. So make sure to like it, subscribe, and share. Amen. I'm excited about today. You know, last uh, our last video, we talked about the secret place, the secret place with the Lord, how it's vital. You and I have to have a secret place. We have to have fellowship with the Lord, not just a Sunday morning thing or a Wednesday night thing. No, it's a lifestyle. It's it, like I said, it's vital. We need this time with the Lord. And I want to do a part two. You know, we went over in Psalms 91, verse 1. It says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What? It's dwelling in the secret place, not just visiting, not just here and there. No, dwell in the secret place. When you dwell in this place, when you have a daily time with the Lord, set apart for the Lord, you you will be always protected. The Lord will speak to you. You'll be like verse two, you know, you'll say, the Lord's my refuge. He's my God and him will I trust. So we have to dwell in the secret place. Not just visiting here and there, not just it, it's, it's a daily thing and we carve it out and it takes discipline to carve out daily your time with the Lord. Your flesh doesn't want to pray. Your flesh doesn't want to read the word. What does your flesh want to do? Watch TV, eat Cheetos. Do what feels comfortable and nice, but you have to carve it out. We're called to be spirit-led, not flesh-led. For you to be spirit-led is going to require you to have a secret place, spending time with the Lord. If you want to be like someone and act like someone, know their voice, know their ways, you have to spend time with them. So you and I are called to have this place, to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And then we'll look at John 15. John 15, it says this in verse 4, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it, it abides in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. We have to know we are the branch. No branch can bear fruit without the vine. No branch can survive without the vine. The vine is the life source. The vine is what strengthens the branch and gives the branch strength. We need the vine. The vine and the branch are connected. You'll never see a branch growing without the vine. But we have to make sure we spend time with the vine spend time in prayer. We spend time in fellowship. Verse five, it says this, without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. Verse seven, John 15, verse seven, if you abide in me, my words abide in me and you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Here's my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So you shall be my disciples as the father has loved me. So I have loved you 
continue in my love. What's the purpose of the secret place? To know the Father's love for you, for you to continue in that love, for you to walk in the love. We don't have to look for man's approval and people to say things nice to you. Then you feel good. But literally, everyone can turn their back on you. People can be mean to you. But in the secret place, you know the Father's love and you walk in his love. If you don't have this secret place, if you don't carve this out, you won't know the love of God he has for you. You might you might step into it here and there, but it's a daily thing. It's a refreshing thing. I know the love of the Lord for me. I walk in this love. Verse 11 these things have I spoken unto you. What? Why did he speak it into us? That your joy might, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. He's saying, I'm saying this thing so my joy might remain in you and your joy might be full. Hallelujah. God wants you not just to have a little bit of joy. He wants you to be full of joy, overflowing with joy. You spending time in the secret place, knowing the love of God for you and your joy will be full. What is in the presence of the Lord? The presence of the Lord is what? Fullness of joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Jesus anointed with joy. Anointed with joy. Jesus painted oil of joy all over him. When you spend time in the secret place, when you spend time with the Lord, separated place, and prayer and fellowship, you will be anointed with joy. Your joy will be full, overflowing. People need joy. Majority of Christians need joy. That's what the presence of the Lord consists of is joy, happy, exciting. <laughs> Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that. I want us to look at Matthew chapter 11. We're talking about the secret place. We're talking about developing a place, a, a lifestyle daily where you spend time with the Lord. Not just a Sunday morning thing and a Wednesday night thing, but it's a fellowship. It's, it's, it's a daily thing where you're by yourself and you spend time worshiping the Lord. It could be different. It could be early in the morning. It could be at night. The majority of my time I spend uh, you know, alone with the Lord, my secret place is at night. I'll stay up late and that's, you know, I have a little two-year-old daughter. So when she's asleep and destiny's asleep, then that's when I spend time in prayer. In the mornings, I will too. But we have, we have to carve it out. We have to, it has to be, we car it takes discipline to carve it out. But the secret place is we, it's, it's what sustains us. It's what, it's what helps me. It's what keeps me full of joy, full of love, spending time with my father. So Matthew chapter 11, Jesus is speaking verse 28. Jesus says this, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So that's what the secret place is. It is when you get away with the Lord, you're coming unto the Lord. Maybe you have heaviness. Maybe you've been laboring. Maybe things you're, you've been fighting or, you know, your mind's been going a million miles an hour. But when you go to the Lord, you're, you're coming unto him. And the Lord says this, I will give you rest. So the secret place, fellowship with the Lord, it will give you rest. It will give you peace. 
You can't do it on your own. You can't just be a branch and try to do it because you're a branch. You need the vine. The vine is what strengthens you. The vine is the source to help you, to enable you. That's why the secret place, it's, 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 it's a very important thing. It's a vital thing. Come unto me, all you labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Jesus says this, I'll give you rest. Come unto me, though. Don't go to the TV all the time. Don't have games, playing video games as your priority. No, come unto the Lord daily. I'll give you rest. Verse 29, take my yoke upon you, not your yoke. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. So when you go to the secret place, that's what you're doing. You're taking his yoke and you're putting it upon yourself. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in hearts, not prideful, not arrogant. I am meek and lowly in hearts, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. You know, a yoke is, is a, you know, back in the old times, they would have an ox, and they would put this yoke over, over its neck, and that ox would, that cattle would work, and it would farm, and it would push, and it, they would have all that weight on its on its neck, maybe of the wagon or of the heavy machinery, and it's just working and pushing and going. That yoke was heavy. That yoke is, is you know, burden. But Jesus says, my yoke is easy. My yoke is light. My yoke isn't struggle. My yoke isn't um, heavy. It's easy and light. But you have to come unto me. Doesn't work by any other way. Doesn't work by asking people to pray. Pray for me this, you know, it's good to have prayer, but you have to go unto the Lord. Faith without action is dead. Come unto me. I'll give you rest. Don't go to people. Come unto me. Secret place. I'll give you rest. I'll give you peace. My burden is easy. My yoke is light. Oh, pray for me that I hear the voice of the Lord. Why don't you spend time with the Lord? Why don't you spend time daily? Why don't you carve out a couple hours a day? People always looking for someone else to pray for me, pray for that. It start. It comes from here. Here's the root of it. Go unto the Lord. Spend time with the Lord. I remember one time, and it's very prevalent. You'll hear people, you know, talk about, oh, I'm praying for revival. I'm praying for a move of God in my, in my house or in my city and for the the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to touch people. And I'm praying for revival. We need a revival. I remember one time I was up praying and I sensed the anointing on me, presence of the Lord really strong on me. And I said, Lord, what is this? He spoke to me and he said, I heard in my heart, I didn't hear a booming loud voice. I heard in my spirit, this is revival. This is a personal revival. And I had this revelation. Unless you have a personal revival going on in your life where you're on fire for Jesus, Personally, how are you going to pray for a revival for other people when you're not living it yourself? How do we live personally, have a personal revival, personal, personal on fire for Jesus all the time from the secret place? But we have to go unto the Lord, not ask people to go for us. We have to go unto the Lord. We have to carve it out. This is 
a secret place. This is a time of fellowship with the Lord. Andrew Murray said this, the key to walking in power, power is daily fellowship with the Lord. It's a daily thing. Jesus is our daily bread. Every day, manna was rained down on the children of Israel. They collected it daily and ate it. They couldn't save yesterday's bread. It would spoil. It would rot. Or last week's bread, it would spoil. It would rot. What's God saying? I have something fresh for you today that yesterday didn't have. That's why it's a daily thing. We have to receive. We have to take part of the bread today. But it comes from us going unto the Lord. We have to have oil. We have to have the anointing of God. That's the only way you and I can make it. It makes all the difference. Even at a grocery store, you know, if we go to the grocery store, all of us do, and there's shopping carts, right? When you walk in, there's a bunch of shopping carts. Destiny and I, we always are at the stores. So, you know, you can get one cart and you can start pushing it. And, you know, all carts are not created equal. You start pushing that cart, it starts skipping, it starts dragging. Not to be, you know, gross, but you look at, I look at the wheels and you see like hair, you see like ropes in the wheels, it's all messed up. So now when I go shopping, I look at the wheels and I look for clean wheels. I look at nice carts and I, nothing worse than getting a, a bad cart. So then you get that good car and it's just smooth. It's like butter. You can push it with one finger. It smooths. It turns. It, it does everything. Nothing worse than shopping for an hour at a store with a bad cart that's skipping, that can't turn, that's heavy. And that's what the secret place does. If you don't have the secret place, if you don't have a daily fellowship with the Lord, spending time in prayer, spending time in fellowship, yeah, you you'll go out, you'll do some, you'll do the same things that you you know other people do, but you'll be like that bad car. You'll be, you'll feel that flesh rising up. You'll be heavy. You'll be full of the world's care. But when you get that oil, that heavenly oil that comes from the secret place, daily fellowship with the Lord, you'll be like that smooth car. You'll just be going through life where people are struggling. People are having closed doors. You're blowing through to open doors where the favor of the Lord is on you and God's blessing you and rewarding you openly. That cart, that old gross cart with rope in its wheels is just spinning in circles and it's heavy and quitting and giving up. That's why we have to go unto the Lord. Hallelujah. What charges your batteries? The Lord, secret place, RTV, or the world. It matters where you get your charge from. It matters what charges you up. You're either going to be a smooth cart, oil, glory, anointing, open doors, provision, hand of the Lord upon you, or you're going to be like a bad cart, just going in circles, heavy, heavy laden. Uh, people hurt me. Christians hurt me. God doesn't love me. Uh, you'll be a you'll be a person that has to mooch your way through life. You go to eat dinner. People buy the you get the bill comes. You don't go for the bill because you don't have much money. You're you're no. The other way is I take care of it. God's blessed me. The hand of the Lord's on me. The secret place is so vital. I don't want to be that squeaky 
cart. I want to be smooth. I want the oil of the Lord. I want to I want to walk through doors. The Lord spoke that to me. He said, you'll walk through doors that you couldn't walk through yourself. It's only because of my anointing and my hand upon your life. I've seen it. I've sat down. I've been with some of the most powerful men of God and women of God there is. There's no one that there's no one right now I would like that I would want to meet that I haven't met and got to be with, have their number, have fellowship with them, be on the platform next to them for 30 minutes as they're preaching. Biggest names you can imagine. The Lord, the Lord speak to me. I'll have you go through doors that no man can go through. You can't make that stuff happen. You can't make your way up there. Only the Lord does it. What? He rewarded me openly in front of men. On a platform, thousands of people there next to this man who I always looked up to in ministry. He rewarded me openly. Jesus is my priority. What charges our batteries? Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can spend five hours on YouTube. The only thing that can really truly charge our batteries is the Lord, the Word. Of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5. And when you pray, not if, Jesus is saying this, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. They love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the street that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. What's Jesus saying? You're not praying just to so men can see you. You're not praying for man's approval, pats on the back, people to high five you. No, your motive is wrong. You, I meet people all the time. They'll tell me, oh, I was praying. Uh, I got about 5 a.m. and prayed till 8 a.m. And, and I'm praying after this. And I'm thinking, why are you telling me? You want me to approve you? You don't need to tell people. Maybe you have friends or people that are close to you. You can, you know, if you feel led, but okay, I was up praying for you last night or praying for someone else. That's different. But there are people going around bragging about their prayer life. What is it? It says, Jesus says this, they have their reward. What a lousy and stupid reward. Their reward is for people to know they pray. Give me a break. I want to read it again. And when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. They love to pray. There's lots of people that love to pray and tell you they pray. Oh, I pray every night. What? Standing in the synagogues, in the corners of the streets. They would literally stand in the streets, on the corners, so everyone could see them. Oh, they're praying. Look at them. They're praying. That's They, they wanted that. That was their reward. Verse 6. Jesus says this. This is instructions to pray. Jesus gave us specific instructions to pray. But when you pray, enter into the closet. Not the living room. Why? The living room is where people congregate. People are there. Lots of noise in the living room. TV. Jesus says, no, go into the closet and shut the door. Don't open the door. Don't leave it open. Shut the door. Pray to the Father which is in secret, and thy Father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. Jesus says this, go 
into your closet, shut the door, pray. You're not praying for man's approval, for people to pat you on the back for a high five. You're praying because you love your heavenly father and you need to be around the vine. Without the vine, you can't make it. You need strength. You need peace. You need joy. You need to walk in that love. You need to hear the voice of the God more clearly. Go into the closet. Shut the door. God who sees in secret will reward you openly. Jesus had this. On earth, Jesus had a place where he would go by himself and pray. A secret place. At night in the mountains, he would be out praying. Early in the morning, I think it's Mark chapter 6, he was out praying what? He needed to be with his father. He needed strength. He needed to be with his father. If Jesus had a secret place, how much more do we need to have this? It's vital. Verse 7, but when you pray, don't use vain reputations that the heathens do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not therefore like unto them, for your Father knows what things you have need of before you ask Him. Jesus gives instructions again. Don't use the same prayer over and over. Don't use this the same repetition, repetitious prayer, kind of like, you know, before you eat a meal, God blesses, blesses food to the nourishment of our body in Jesus' name. No, be spirit-led. Let the Holy Spirit pray through you. Let that fellowship come forth from you. Don't just use your same little words. And you might not, like me, I don't really pray for needs. I've never prayed for needs. I never pray for wants. It just comes forth. You know, other people say you have pictures, have, and I understand that vision boards and all that. And, I, and that's great. I love that kind of stuff. But it's like, it says God will reward you. God gives you the desires of, of your heart. And that's how everything's come forth from destiny and I. He knows what you need. He knows what you need next month. I don't care how tight it's getting. God knows what you need before you even ask of him. This truly works. I remember one time, Destiny and I, we had um, some bills that were coming up and it was like the next week. And we literally didn't, we were not going to make it. We did not have enough money in our account. But I guess what? I know this scripture. God knows what I need. And I thank God for the name of Jesus. And I asked, we, Destiny and I came in the prayer of agreement. We, we sent out a request, things that we needed. And we, 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 we assured ourselves, you know, faith and we have it. And it's done in Jesus mighty name. I'm sure, you know, of course, the enemy is trying to, you know, put things in your mind and make you worry or concern or say, is this really going to work? Are we going to make it? Am I going to have to leave? Are we going to have to move or do something like that? No, we trust in God. Literally, like two days before this big need was up, you know, rent, money, all this. We, like I said, we did not have it. I didn't tell people. I didn't go asking for people for $100 or $200. I wouldn't do nothing. I needed like thousands of dollars. But God knows. I knew I was obeying the Lord. I knew what I'm, I'm, the path God had for me. I'm on that path. And I knew he would watch over me. About two days before this need, Destiny and I were at a coffee shop. Think about this. Doing the complete opposite of what normal people would do. We're at a coffee shop enjoying ourselves. 
I, my phone rings. I answer it. It's a minister. They told me, Brandon, you've been on our heart to bless evangelists in this hour. And they sent their church, took a big offering up for us, sent it to us, paid for all of our needs, everything that we needed, and much more. What? God knows what you need before you even ask him. But it has to come. You have to have the secret place. You have to be with the Lord. Spend time with the Lord. You're not doing it for man's approval. Don't be like the heathen. You do it because you love your heavenly father. Abide in the vine. Abide in me. John 15. Without me, you can do nothing. You'll be like a branch broken off, burnt. No branch can bear fruit without the vine. We need the vine. That's why we have to be in the secret place. That's why we it's a daily thing, not just a Sunday morning, Wednesday night thing. No, we have to be with the Lord. We have to be with the vine. The vine gives us strength. Abide in me. Dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You will bear much fruit. You'll say to the Lord, he is my refuge, my God, in him will I trust. If you hear people saying they don't know what's going to happen, doom and gloom, I don't know if we're going to make it. They haven't been in the secret place. They haven't been with the Lord. When you're with the Lord, when you spend time with him, you'll say, he is my refuge. It's my God. I will trust in him. That's what faith says. I want to end it on this. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. For he that sows to the flesh shall the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. You either sow to the Spirit every day or to your flesh every day. When you spend time with the Lord, when you go into the secret place, you are, you are sowing into your Spirit. You are feeding your Spirit. You sow to the flesh or you sow to the spirit. The spirit, the flesh reaps corruption. The spirit reaps life everlasting. Verse 9, let us not be weary in well-doing. What? Don't be discouraged. Don't quit. Don't get tired. Spending time with the Lord. Don't get tired. You shall reap if you faint not. If you don't give up, if you don't quit, you will reap. I had this dream and I know it was of the Lord. I, I woke up and I was still seeing this dream. And I felt in my spirit, I felt encouraged. I felt, I felt excited. I knew it was the Lord. Here was the dream. I was in a closet. This closet was massive. It was huge. It was a huge closet, beautiful wood. And I was uh, walking in this closet and I was with a, a man. I don't know who the man was. I knew, I just knew he was a minister a powerful man of God, very seasoned, lots of fruit and ministry. A powerful man of God. I'm with him. He's showing me is this closet. It's huge. And I'm looking at it and I'm just amazed and I'm astounded. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. And then he, he was showing me other parts of this closet. And I was like, man, this is, a, this is amazing. And, the, and this minister is showing me this. And then he stopped. Suddenly, and he looked at me and he said, what does your fruit look like? Does your fruit look like this? 
what the fruit of what I saw, the closet. And I saw this closet was no no store, no fancy store you could go to could prepare could compare to this. This was like next level. And I've been in some nice stores. I've been in nice places. Nothing can compare what I saw. Beautiful. He stops and says, does your fruit look like this? And when he asked me that, even if someone asked me that now, I started evaluating my fruit and our ministry and what God's done for us. I said to him, we have some fruit, but not at this level. And then I asked him a question. I said, what is the key to have this kind of fruit I'm seeing? He replied to me this scripture. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. He said, if you don't quit, if you don't give up, you will see this kind of fruit in your life and in your ministry. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you, don't quit. Don't give up. Don't grow weary spending time with the Lord. I pray the Holy Spirit touch your heart afresh with a fresh fire for Him, a hunger, a tenacity to be with Him like never before. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't grow weary. Don't get discouraged. People might have turned their back on you. People might not understand you. Don't quit. Don't grow weary. Hallelujah. You will reap if you faint not. You will reap if you don't quit. If you make the secret place your lifestyle, you will reap. Amen. I talked to my grandmother about it. I knew it was the Lord. And I spoke to her. She said, Brandon, you saw this. You saw it in the closet because the closet is symbolic of the secret place. So she goes, I'm fair. I'm fairly convinced you saw his secret place. You saw the fruit that his secret place produced. And the Lord's telling you is encouraging you to never give up that secret place. Never stop spending time with the Lord because the more busy you get in ministry, Naturally, that time can go away, but make that your most utmost priority, the secret place, being with Jesus. Have I missed it? Have there been times where I haven't made that my priority? Yes, but I'm on it like never before. Hallelujah. I'm on it like never before. Thank you, Jesus. It's only the Lord. I'm not bragging about me. It's only him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Draw the people. Draw the people to be with you. Draw the people to hear your voice, to walk in your presence, to bear much fruit, to get strength, to not grow weary. Thank you, Jesus, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your presence. King of glory, we worship you. I worship you, Jesus. 
I treasure you. You are my delight. You are my delight. You are my everything. I come unto you. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for never giving up on me, Lord. Even when I gave up on you and did other things and didn't listen to you, thank you for never giving up on me. You are my everything. I will serve you. I'm not in it for man's approval. I'm in it for your approval. I'm not in it for man's accolades. I'm, I'm here for you. I need you. We need you, Lord. Thank you for the praying in the spirit. Thank you for our heavenly language. Thank you, Lord. We will use it. We will use it. We dwell with you. Psalms 91. John 15. We abide in you. Mark 6. We come unto you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Glory. Thank you for being a part, watching our YouTube. Subscribe, like this message. Or like, yeah, like it. Subscribe, comment. Let people know. Share. If you want to be part of our ministry, if you want to sow and give into us putting the word out, there's an opportunity. You can. And that's what it will go towards. We love you. Thank God for you. And see you next time. Thank you for checking out our podcast. For more information on His Name Ministries, check out our website at hisnameministries.com or check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Have a blessed day.